Welcome, everyone, to a brand new edition of Learn About World Cuisine, the show that takes you on a culinary tour around the world. Today's topic will begin with fun, mind-blowing facts about Mexico City, and then at the end of the program, I have one of the most interesting fun facts that I've ever done about Mexican cuisine. So if you're only interested in learning fun facts about Mexican cuisine, feel free to fast forward to the end of the program. The reason I chose Mexico City is because it's going to host the 2026 World Cup for Mexico. It's going to be held in Mexico City. I also chose Mexico City because it is one of the top foodie destinations. So let's get started. All right. The population of Mexico City within the city limits is 9 million people. The population of the Mexico City metro area is over 21 million people. And it's one of the largest cities in the entire world. It is the largest Spanish-speaking city in the entire world. The Aztecs founded Mexico City all the way back in the year 1325. And as I said in the beginning, Mexico City is going to host one of the World Cups in 2026. Mexico City is one of the oldest and largest cities in all of the Americas. Snow has only fallen in Mexico City three times since the year 1908. And you always hear people talking about the pollution In California, in the United States, especially Los Angeles, uh, Mexico City has a similar problem with pollution. After New York City, Mexico City has the largest metro system in all of the Americas. New York City is first, Mexico City is second. And the metro system in Mexico City is one of the cheapest in the entire world. It translates to just 25 cents American money for a ticket. When they were digging up the ground to install the transit system, they actually found a bunch of ancient Aztec ruins while they were digging. Uh, We're going to talk about the traffic congestion, obviously, with that many people. Living in the area, there is a lot of congested traffic, and the cars move at an average pace of only 12 miles per hour. There are more than 140,000, you heard me correct, 140,000 taxis in Mexico City. That is an astonishing number. However, as the years go by, More and more people are using rideshare apps such as Uber. The Mexico City International Airport 
is the busiest in all of Latin America. Mexico City has the largest bull ring in the entire world. Mexico City has over 170 museums. And they, that makes them have the largest number of museums in the entire world. So arts and culture are big in Mexico City. The National Museum of Anthropology is the largest and most visited museum in Mexico City. One of the things that attract a lot of travelers to Mexico City is their famous and beautiful painted murals. And we all love a good painted mural. I'm in Philadelphia, and we have a lot of them around the city. And Mexico City is famous uh, for their painted murals. The University of Mexico is the largest university in all of Latin America, and it's one of the ten largest universities in the entire world. Here's something. Yeah, listen, this blew my socks off. Hold on to your chairs, kids, because this blew my socks off. Aztec Stadium, located in Mexico City, can seat over 91,000 people. How about that? And it is home of Mexico's national football team. And it is one of the few stadiums that has hosted more than one FIFA World Cup. Here's something I found interesting. There are more than 700,000 Americans living in Mexico City. And they had a boom of American people moving to Mexico City during the pandemic because it's much cheaper to live there. The richest man in all of Latin America lives in Mexico City in a very modest home. Now, here's the catch. He owns mansions in other areas around the world. But the place he lives in is a very modest home in Mexico City. So he's the richest man in all of Latin America. Uh, here's something I found interesting. Mexico City by itself brings in 22% of the entire country of Mexico GDP. So it is a big financial area for Mexico. One-third of the people in Mexico City. Now, here's something. This caught me by surprise. A whopping, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to change the phrase. I'm going to use a whopping one-third of the people living in Mexico City have been a victim of a crime. And the other two-thirds do not trust the local police. That is a staggering statistic. Mexico City has one of the largest police-to-citizen ratios in the world. There, are one, there is one officer per 100 people in Mexico City.
and that makes them one of the largest police-to-citizen ratios in the entire world. An estimated 15,000 children are living on the streets in Mexico City. There's a famous crime index. I'm not going to promote I'm not going to promote any other thing on this show unless they're paying me. But there's a famous crime index that says Mexico City, even though it has a lot of crime, it is still safer than the American cities of Detroit and Baltimore. American troops occupied Mexico City for one year, and that was from 1847 to 1848. So American troops have occupied Mexico City from 1847 to 1848. The first skyscraper ever in Mexico City was developed in 1956. The first Olympics in all of Latin America happened in 1968. In Mexico City. How about that? So the first Olympics ever hosted in Latin America was in 1968. And they were hosted by Mexico City. And Mexico City was the first Spanish-speaking country to host the Olympics in 1968. Interestingly enough, the Mexico City metro system began operating in 1969. So they had the Olympics in 1968, and the metro system started in 1969. The 1985 Mexico City earthquake killed a whopping 5,000 people, and 4,000 buildings were destroyed. And like I said, if you're just joining us, What I do every week is I take a different section from around the world and I give you fun, mind-blowing facts about the location and then every episode I do gives you fun facts about the cuisine from that location at the end of the show. So if you're starting to listen to the show and you're saying, when's he going to talk about the food? Uh, We do the location first. And as I tell you every week, this is a podcast, so you can simply fast forward and listen to the food part. All right. I'm going to give you a couple food-related items in the beginning. So as I said earlier, Mexico City is famous for their food scene. The food scene in Mexico City is one of the best in the world. Uh, Tacos is what they're known for, Uh, but Aztec soup or sopa is probably the most famous food that is authentic and originated in Mexico City. In fact, Forbes magazine said that Mexico City has one of the top 10 street food locations In the entire world. What? So Mexico City, according to Forbes magazine, has the top 10 best street food scenes in the entire world. They also have a lot of microbreweries. 
One of the restaurants, in fact, in Mexico City, because a lot of foodies listen to this show. So if you're one of our foodie friends, one of the restaurants in Mexico City is ranked number nine out of the top 50 restaurants in the entire world. Wow. So one of the restaurants in Mexico City is number nine out of the top 50 in the entire world. According to scientists, they say that Mexico City is sinking by a pretty good margin every year. So it is slowly sinking uh, every year. There is an active volcano located right next to Mexico City. Mexico City has the oldest printing press in the entire North American region. Also, if you like music festivals, if you're a music enthusiast, Mexico City is known for having some spectacular music festivals. All right. Now, this could be the fun fact of the day. And one of the reasons I love writing this show, and one of the reasons I love researching this show, is because I learn fascinating information such as this. The crime rate in Mexico City is so high uh, that it's to the point where the metro system actually has buses and subways specifically for women and children. So they have buses and subways specifically for women and children only. And that prevents them from being intertwined with men who might harass them. So there are buses and subways in Mexico City. I believe the buses are pink, but there are buses and subways in Mexico City that are specifically designed for women and children, and that way it separates them for the men, from the men who might harass them. Now, I want to make it very clear. I told you earlier, uh, the, Mexico City, according to a certain crime index, is actually safer, if you look at the crime rate, than the cities of Detroit and Baltimore in the United States. So I don't want to discourage anybody, uh, but according to a certain crime index, uh, Mexico City is actually safer than the American cities of Detroit and Baltimore. Mariachi music originated in Mexico City. So mariachi music is a very famous type of music, and that got its origins in Mexico City. Here's something interesting. One of the biggest marathons in the entire world. And runners come from all over the world. Every year is held in Mexico City. How about that? So if you're a runner, use this show to plan out your trip to run in the marathon that I'm talking about in Mexico City. Uh, for my world travelers, there are a lot of world travelers that have actually been to the countries I cover on this show, and I get emails and I get correspondence on my website from them. 
a lot of world travelers uh, listen to the show. So for my world travelers, the best time to visit Mexico City is during the dry season. What is the dry season, you might ask? That is from November to April. And for my pro wrestling fans, shout out to professional wrestling. Lucha Libre, which is a very popular type of wrestling, is also very popular in Mexico City. So the Lucha Libre wrestling is very popular. I think we all deserve a round of applause. I want everyone to sit back and give yourselves a round of applause. I think we pretty much covered everything there is in regards to fun facts about Mexico City. Now, I want to just first say that my food section that I'm going to start talking about is about Mexican cuisine. And in my opinion, this is one of the most interesting food fun fact sections I've ever done. So we're going to start talking about fun food facts in regards to uh, Mexican cuisine. Okay. A lot of people, when they think of Mexican cuisine, think of rice and refried beans. But you're going to learn a lot of interesting things about Mexican cuisine in the next few minutes. And one of them is that vegetables and fruits are the star of Mexican cuisine. And meat is a co-star. And you're going to learn that as we go along. Now, I'm going to start off by giving you a fun, mind-blowing fact. I want everyone to hold on to your chairs. Caesar salad. Everyone loves a good Caesar salad. That was invented in Mexico. And the gentleman who invented the salad, his first name was Caesar. And he was a son of Italian immigrants in Mexico. In 1924, he invented the famous Caesar salad. So back in 1924, a son of Italian immigrants in Mexico, his first name was Caesar, and in 1924, he invented the famous Caesar salad. So who would have thought that Caesar salad was invented in Mexico? A lot of people also connect tomatoes to Italian cuisine. But I'm going to teach you today that tomatoes originated in Mexico. So every time you talk about the Italian cuisine, everyone automatically assumes that tomatoes originated in Italian cuisine. That is not true. Tomatoes originated in Mexico. I want to start by telling you the nickname Nacho has always been very popular in Mexico. So all the way back in 1943, a gentleman who was nicknamed Nacho had a group of American military men visiting his restaurant. So he basically accidentally 
created what we today know as nachos. And that's because he was looking for something to serve them and put out on a plate. So he put a little bit of this, he put a little bit of that together, and that is how the famous nachos that you enjoy today were created. And that was all the way back in 1943. And back in those times, Nacho was a nickname, a famous nickname in Mexico. So a lot of people would be nicknamed Nacho, and that's how they got created. They were created by a gentleman whose nickname was Nacho. Here's something. Now, if you have children in the room, I'm going to try to clean this up as much as possible. But I find this too interesting to leave out of the program. So I'm going to con- I'm going to clean this up as much as I can because we do have families that enjoy the show. When the Aztecs discovered avocados in the year 500 BC, wow, that's a long time ago. That they named it avocado. Okay? And the name avocado translates, and I'm only going to say this once, to testicles. And if you look at the avocado, that makes sense. Okay? We have a lot of uh, families that listen to the show. I'm only going to say that once. If you're an adult with no children in the room, you can rewind it and hear what I just said. Did you know that the USDA, I didn't know this, and I I had no idea this was true. Did you know that the United States Department of Agriculture banned Haas avocados from being sent to the United States all the way back in 1914? And they did not lift the ban until 1997. And then the ban was not lifted for all 50 U.S. states until 2002. So the USDA banned Haas avocados, which is the most popular avocado and the most successful. It was banned in the United States from 1914 to 1997. And then in 2002, the ban was lifted in all 50 American states. But from 1914 to 1997, Haas avocados were banned in the United States. I never even knew that. Although Mexican cowboys started eating fajitas in the 1930s, the fajita did not become popular until the 1970s. Now, here's something you're going to tell all your friends, and I want you to stump your friends with this trivia question. Did you know that tamales have been in existence for over 8,000 years? What? Tamales have been around for over 8,000 years. Now, we all know that Taco Tuesday is extremely popular in the United States. A lot of restaurants do a Taco Tuesday. 
what they do is they put tacos on special on Tuesdays. Did you know that the Americans eat over 4 billion, and that's billion with a B, tacos every year? Glenn Bell. Now, you're probably sitting at home saying, Glenn Bell, why is he talking about Mexican food? Why is he talking about Glenn Bell? The gentleman named Glenn Bell is the guy who founded Taco Bell. So I bet you you're probably sitting at home saying, where did Taco Bell get its name? Glenn Bell is the gentleman that created and founded Taco Bell. And he opened his first Taco Bell in California all the way back in 1962. In the United States, October 4th is National Taco Day. However, the National Taco Day in Mexico is March 31st. How about that? Now, here's something that I actually had to do a Scooby-Doo double take. I looked at it and I went, doo-doo-doo-doo-doo. I had no idea. That the word taco translates to light lunch. I have never heard that fun fact before. So the word taco translates to light lunch. And that makes total sense. Uh, I've covered this in many other episodes before, but I'm going to give it to you in this one. Did you know that chocolate and hot chocolate especially was born in Mexico. When the when they discovered Mexico, they found out that the Aztecs were drinking a hot chocolate drink. And that is what made them discover hot chocolate. So hot chocolate has been has been consumed for a long long time. The Aztecs were consuming it when Mexico was discovered. One of the most famous foods coming out of uh, Mexico is Mexican hot chocolate. And if you've never had Mexican hot chocolate, I suggest that you try it. It is fantastic. And I'm a sucker for any coffee shop that sells Mexican hot chocolate. So I used to go to a bakery and I used to take two buses just to get this to this particular bakery because they had a fabulous Mexican hot chocolate. So if you're out there listening in any part of the world, I want to thank our great friends in Singapore. Singapore came out strong last week. So I want to thank Singapore for their support. So if you're listening to this episode anywhere around the world, uh, keep in mind that if you have an opportunity to drink Mexican hot chocolate, I highly recommend it. Uh, insects are a regular item in Mexico. So they eat insects, and the most popular insect that is consumed in Mexican cuisine is the grasshopper. And another thing I'm going to cover now, uh, instead of waiting, uh Another thing about Mexico is that they do not waste any part of the animal. 
And one of the most popular dishes in Mexico is beef stomach. So they consume insects in Mexico. They consume every part of the animal. And one of the most popular soups is made of beef stomach in Mexico. Uh, They also eat a lot of flowers, edible flowers in Mexico. And like I said, one of the most popular soups in Mexico is made of beef stomach. Now, if you're going to visit Mexico and you go to an ice cream parlor and you see tuna ice cream, do not gag. Tuna is a name of a fruit in Mexico. So you can actually go to an ice cream parlor and have tuna ice cream. And that's not the fish. Tuna in Mexico is a type of fruit. One of my most favorite Mexican desserts are churros. Basically, they're Mexican donuts if you've never had a churro. Churros have been consumed in Mexico since all the way back in the 1500s. So churros have been around For a very long time. Uh, As I say in almost every episode. Cuisines around the world are regional. So if you go to a certain region in any country around the world. You're going to get different types of cuisine. So I've done this is episode number 180. And I can tell you almost 100% of my shows, uh, cuisine around the world is regional. And it varies from region to region. And like I said earlier, in most cuisines around the world, meat is the star. In Mexican cuisine, vegetables are the star and meat is a co-star. As I mentioned earlier, hot chocolate was born in Mexico. But did you know that vanilla was also born in Mexico? Another major component of Mexican cuisine is their fresh juices. And when you go to the street food vendors, there are many street food vendors that will make you a freshly squeezed juice. All right. I'm trying not to repeat too much. And I love, I'll tell you what, I love fun facts about how different foods were invented. And according to legend, legend has it that tortillas were invented by a servant who was trying to impress their king. How about that? Uh, Mexican and Spanish tortillas are totally different. Mexican tortillas are made with basically a flatbread, and Spanish tortillas are made basically like a potato and egg omelet. And that is the difference between a Mexican tortilla and a Spanish tortilla. So I want to thank everyone for joining me today. 
I think we did a phenomenal job of giving all the fun facts there is about Mexico City and Mexican cuisine. So if you're one of my regular listeners, I will talk to everyone next Thursday. Thankfully, we had a week where most of my listeners were brand new listeners. So I want to take the end of the show right now to teach you how to listen to all 180 episodes of my show. You ready? There's three major ways you can do it. The first way is you can go to your favorite podcast platform, Spotify. Joe Rogan said if Kevin Wilson is not on Spotify, I'm not signing the $500 million contract. So the show is on Spotify. You can go to iHeartRadio. I had a guy bragging to me last week. Oh, I got a show on iHeartRadio. I said, so does everybody else. Uh, This show does very well around the world on Amazon Music. So go to your favorite podcast platform, search for Learn About World Cuisine, and a lot of people that listen to this show do not listen to podcasts. So I had someone reaching out to me through my website, and they said, Kevin, you're always saying subscribe to the show. What does subscribe to the show mean? When you go to a podcast platform and you see a show that you like, click on subscribe and you'll get a text message, basically a text message, every time it puts out a new program. And that way you'll never miss a show, okay? So subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast platform. The second way that you can listen to this show is you can use your smart device. So if you have a Google smart device or if you have the Amazon smart device, I have it right next to me, so I can't say its name, but you can say A-L-E-X-A. I'm not going to say the word because she's going to go crazy. A-L-E-X-A. Play the latest episode of the Learn About World Cuisine podcast, and it'll play the show. So you can use your smart device. I believe one uh, group has the Google smart device, Siri. And then if you're in the group that has the Amazon smart device, you can say A-L-E-X-A. Play the latest episode of the Learn About World Cuisine podcast. Now... I read an article a couple weeks ago that states that 70%, 7 out of 10 people, would like to communicate with the podcast host. So 7 out of 10 people that listen to podcasts would like to have a way to communicate with the podcast host. So I'm going to do everyone a favor, and nobody has to pay me. I'm going to do everyone a free favor. If you go to my website, phillyrestaurantreviews.com, on the very front page, I have a link to all 180 episodes, but I also have a communication form that I want to thank a lot of you people from uh, for using. I've been getting a lot of communication through the website. Go to phillyrestaurantreviews.com. 
And you can contact me through the website. So the front page is going to have a link to all 180 episodes. And then I have a form that you can fill out and ask any question. You can have me cover any area of the world that you're interested in. All of that can be done through my website. Now, I can't tell you how many people have come up to me and asked me to listen to their podcast. And I must tell you that that is annoying. (laughs) So if you think that I'm going to go out of my way and do all the work to listen to your podcast, that's not going to happen. So to listen to my podcast, you can go to phillyrestaurantreviews.com. It's going to take no work on your part because I have a link that's going to take you directly to all 180 episodes. So most of the time, a person that comes up to you and says, hey, I have a podcast I want you to listen to, most of the time you have to do work. You have to go to the podcast platform. You have to put in the name of the podcast and search for it. Uh, My show, you can go to my website, phillyrestaurantreviews.com, and the link to all 180 episodes is right there. Now, one of our great friends in Singapore, we had a good week in Singapore last week, and one of our great friends uh, said to me, uh, what is your show about? I only listened to last week's episode. So each week I take a different location around the world, and I give you fun, mind-blowing facts about the location first, and then we talk about the cuisine at the end of the show. We do have people that comment to me that they're only interested in the cuisine. Keep in mind, this is a podcast. You can simply fast forward and listen to the cuisine section. It's going to be at the end of each show. So I want to thank the new listeners. We had a whopping 70% of our listeners last week were brand new listeners who have never listened to the show before. So I want to thank everyone for joining us. Want to thank our great friends around the world, but Singapore came out strong last week. So we want to thank our great friends in Singapore for their support last week. We always have our great friends in India that listen every week, and Japan has come out strong over the last few weeks in far as downloading the show. So I want to thank those areas of the world especially. But I want to thank everyone around the world that listens to this show. And as always, if it's Thursday morning, it's time for you to check your favorite podcast platform or phillyrestaurantreviews.com and listen to the latest episode of the Learn About World Cuisine podcast. I will talk to everyone next Thursday.